Here we are once again in the kitchen studio to talk about theater, fun-related community <laughs> theater stuff. I love the fact that we refer to your kitchen as a studio. I know, the kitchen studio. Well, speaking of kitchen studio, we have some news. Uh, not only have we been working at our production value, I mean, we have, uh, we have an email set up now, we have our website, um, you know, we have our little kitchen studio here. Uh, however, we are officially saying goodbye to the kitchen studio. You know what I'll miss? What, what are you going to miss? <laughs> going to miss the squeegee? You yeah, know what I'm yeah. going to miss? Cats jumping on our guests. Yeah. Eating, <laughs> eating my tables. Yes, chewing on the cables, <laughs> hoping to get electrocuted, I guess. Um, no, yeah, we're, we're actually going to be leaving um, the kitchen studio. We're actually stepping up and moving into an actual recording studio, which is kind of exciting. Um, Scary. It is. I mean, we're, we're actually going to have to sound really good um, now that we've announced we'll be going. And there's something else I'm going to miss, the cat door. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that won't be there. We won't be here now. It'll be quiet, eerily silent at times, which will be pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, but also, speaking of our production value, um, as people I'm sure have noticed over the last couple of episodes, we've started to really amp up um, our music placement. You know, now we have our music intro, we got music playing under our ads, we got music at the end. We had beeps. We had a bleep that we put in for one of our episodes, um, which I don't think we have to do any more bleeps yeah. because we, we can actually start talking about that We can actually show. explain that later. We can, we yeah. can. Um, but with all that awesome music, uh, we thought that it was time to actually bring in uh, the recording artist um, who created that uh, off of his album, uh, Trapped in a Labyrinth. Lost in a Lost Labyrinth. Lost in a Labyrinth. Uh, I figured I should have looked at that first. Failed. Ma <laughs> failed miserably. I'm leaving. Um, but uh, yeah, with us today is Dylan Tegnacci. Yeah, he's the guy who created right? <laughs> There should be some beats under that. Yeah, that little introduced. Is that how he calls it? it? He calls it fat beats. So now I start beats. calling it that's, that. That's awesome. Yeah. So Dylan, how you doing? I'm Yeesh. doing great. Welcome. Uh, you had a little trouble getting here this morning? A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's amazing. The technology is so great that it wants to send you to the wrong place. <laughs> yeah, well, I told you, like, the GPS didn't want to give the correct spelling. Right, right, so. right. Well, it's tough because, you know, here in the kitchen studio, you have to go to a specific address, but there's a street across from it that's labeled East. That's exactly. And my pizza delivery guy has the same problem, believe it or not. They actually take forever getting here because they go to the East Street instead of Marsh. And when you're swearing at Siri, it doesn't really work out. <laughs> she yeah. talks back to you. She gets mad. She's, She's so mouthy. Rude. feisty. So She's rude. a mouthy little minx. I, I imagine her as a redhead. I yes. Oh, like totally. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But like short hair. Yeah. Short yeah. red hair. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, uh, she's a she's a lot of control with like glasses that are like down to yeah, here. Just, just a square top yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's always looking like over the top. Pearls, yeah, librarian <laughs> stuff, yeah. But hot. Let's let's oh, throw that out. She's the carpets match the shutters. <laughs> <laughs> or there's no carpet. Who knows? Right. Hey, <laughs> oh. All right. So um, yeah, we're gonna talk to Dylan today. We're gonna get into. I want to definitely talk about uh, shaded glitch and that where that's come from because I've I've gone online. I've seen some of your videos and stuff like that. And uh, I know you've opened for a bunch of different uh, like well-known acts. And uh, yeah, we'll get into that. But before we can dive into that. 
we're going to go way back to the beginning and we're going to get into some of your origin and uh, when you started doing theater because you are a big community theater guy. You've done a bunch of shows. You, you, you're working, uh, I know, some summer camps uh, you did this past summer. Um, and uh, yeah, you've, you, you've definitely got your friend. And not just where we perform, generally with the uh, Encore Repertory Company, but you've been into other venues as well. You've performed with other companies and stuff like that. So we want to take, we want to have you take us back. All the way back. All the way back to the beginning. So, so let's ask the question that we usually start with. Um, where did you start? Um, where, where was your start in the community theater? Or was it even before that? School or? Well, it was uh, 21 years ago, September 17th, 1993, a, uh, a star was born. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh boy, here we go. That star was me, but, you know. And it's, a lot of people aren't fortunate to say that, but I'm, no, I, I'm I, lucky I, enough to say a star was born. Wow, you know? that's, that's, so, that's yeah. impressive. No, um, I probably, I know it's four years old, uh, and I told my parents, like, I want to start, like, performing and singing and dancing. So, um, in Bellingham, it was the dancer studio, but this, they were a company that was starting to like branch out and do like performance troops. So my parents put me in that. Now the dancer studio, where were they located? Bellingham, Massachusetts. Oh, so they were just were they uh, were they a theater company or they no? Were they were they were, they were dance, primarily dance. Dance company. But I mean, I didn't know clue where to go, so sure. I just saw that and they were saying like, oh, performance troops, um, and there's probably like ten or fifteen of us, and like I said, it was probably like either like nine or ten at the time and um we would perform like disney songs songs from annie sunny and Cher, um just a variety that's of things a, that's a big difference yeah, it was, disney yeah sunny and Cher. yeah it was a lot <laughs> well it gets better because you know we perform at like the senior homes or like daycares or we folk it was really like low budget like and how old are you i it was between like eight or ten i was okay. really young like All i didn't right. even do a show yet um but um we all unfortunately hated the teacher. Um, her name, we're not gonna say a real name, but we used to call her behind her back. You know, put her on the spot. Right. <laughs> Miss the... Miss Maureen. <laughs> Get right up on that mic. But behind her back, we'd all call her Miss Moron. Oh, because she, oh. she was awful. And like, it was probably like a three month process to like before you actually did your performances. No, when you say performances, it's not like you're doing a production. It was almost like a cabaret, cabaret style. style. Okay. With like little dance movements sure, and like sure, little sure. props. Um, now, did she do everything? Was she director, choreographer, vocal coach, or did were there other people? Yeah, I mean, as well? I don't think she had that in her degree. <laughs> but she you Did know, she have a degree? I don't I mean the, the place is not there anymore. Mm. <laughs> we'll let that speak for itself. <laughs> <laughs> you do the math. Uh, and so yeah, we had perform at like senior homes and it was just kind of just like crappy quality, and it was a lot of money to be in it. Now that I look back at it, so I did three performances, and then I was like, I'm done. So I left. Now were they there. consecutive, or were they like over the course of a year, couple years? I guess no, they were kind of consecutive, like maybe once a month. But okay. I mean, it was just it was just bad. Even at that age, I knew. So then I stopped going there, and. Um, but at that age, you were able to say. This yeah. isn't what I need to be doing. I need to be doing something else because yeah. this just because like the seniors it. like. Well, don't knock the seniors. I'm not I mean, knocking we're, the seniors. We're still doing senior <laughs> events. We go to the uh, seniors all the time and we we perform for them. But it's but like really when you the go quality to like of folk or yeah. like daycare. <laughs> that, yeah, but that's where we perform. So and funny. when like you're doing your big solo and little Timmy poops his pants during your <laughs> performance, it's. Oh, wait, wait, is little is this senior center or daycare? <laughs> No, someone died both. at the scene. Both. No, yeah, both. Yeah. Um, so I gave up on that real quick. 
Um, and then they had Bellingham Children's Theater, and that's been around. That's been still around for like 40 years. Um, same director, too. But like, and I auditioned, well, I had an audition. Basically, you pay a fee and you got into it. Um, everyone was cast. Um, we had like a cast of like uh, 2,000. Uh, no, it was probably, it was <laughs> a big group, right. you know, more are than... You, are you putting on an actual show this time, or is this okay? Like it's even better. So, <laughs> we get into the show, we don't know what the show is at all, so we audition, and every show they did was never, like, there was no, like, rights to it, they were just, like, made-up show, like, made-up uh. musicals. So, my first, my, uh, my big Broadway debut was Space Vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Elaborate. <laughs> I wish I could. Um, so can I was we, ten. Can we get the rights to that. I I don't know if it's any good. Is, I still remember the, like the music from it and stuff. Like, but the thing is, I don't. I played Herb. I played the father at ten years old. It was a full length musical. Yeah, or it was a full length. We had an intermission. Space we did. vacation. Space vacation. And I don't know if we went to space as humans or the aliens, because there were aliens in the show, <laughs> or they came down to Earth and then we went to the. I believe there was like a Grand Canyon scene. I don't remember, but the alien fell in love with the hu- my daughter, and it was. Are you sure this wasn't Men in Black too? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking revival. If that's all I'm thinking. I don't know. This sounds like we need to see this. I, I, I wrote a sequel to it in my head. We gotta find this lady. Right. And have her put this back on. Yeah, maybe not Broadway, but off Broadway. Right. And so yeah, we opened on. I remember June 17th and 18th, 2004. At Ho- I know, I remember it. At Hopedale <laughs> Middle School, um, where Caitlin Arcan went yeah, yeah, yeah. to school. And so, and they only did one show a year. And it was, the rehearsal process was from January, and the show opened in June. And wow. that, and when I came to you guys, I was like two and a half months to put the show on. So, a year goes by, I do another show with them called Dream Makers. Is this another original? Oh, it's an original. <laughs> Like, you Google it, you cannot find it anywhere. So, so they charge all this money for this, and then they put on originals, you know, no rights or And, anything. like, even at that time, I knew this was a crappy show. But, like, I didn't know anywhere else to go, so I did it again, and... I gotta ask, how much are they charging for a, a, a student? I believe it was 125 So you're paying $125 to do something that somebody I just wrote up on the something. spot. And a shitload of kids, too, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta go We're business. in the wrong business. <laughs> <laughs> And so, and so Dream Makers was about this girl who had nightmares. I'm probably telling it wrong. And then, like, the dreams. Does it matter? I know, right? <laughs> uh, the dreams, like, came alive and stuff. And I was one of the. Isn't that an Adam Sandler leaders. movie? Well, I was thinking and Nightmare on Elm Street a little bit. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, so then that was 2005. And then I go up to the middle school. And then I actually do. Um, a real show. I did Guys and Dolls. I just want to say for the record, none of this, none of these amazing original shows that you performed in are anywhere on your resume. Yeah, why not? And I wondered why. (laughs) (laughs) When I was sending you stuff, I was like, does he want everything? And I was like, because I will go there. I remember June 17th. Because I'm sure that would have been one of my first questions. I'd have been like, what What is this dream show in Space Vacation? vacation. I don't know, but it's going to make a revival one day. I'm surprised Chevy Chase didn't make a Space Vacation. Back in the day when they were well, doing the Vegas vacation. vacation. Well, sure, they're remaking it now, but I'm thinking, missed opportunity. Missed <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe right. it'll be part of the reboot, you know? Yeah, right, right. That's coming up next. Um, so, this little company is charging ridiculous amounts. And you and you still realize that this, yeah. is, this is off. There's something wrong here. Yeah. Now, are those the only two shows you did with them? Unfortunately. And that's one of my biggest regrets. Just doing that. <laughs> yeah. 
But it paved the way. Got got your foot in the like, door. Yeah. They inspired you. you they, know, it's, that's right. It's, now, like you, I said, I wrote a sequel to it. In were you, uh, uh, would you consider you were a leading yeah. character I in mean, the I show? I mean, I had soul. I wasn't, there was, the two leads was uh, the lead alien and my daughter. And then we were the rest of, like, supporting. Sure. But we were, like, in every scene right. in solos and stuff. Um, and so I go to middle school. It's 2005. And we do Guys and Dolls. And I was just in the ensemble for that. Is this was Belly Belly Memorial Middle Middle School? So we did that, and then sixth grade comes around, and I get the lead in Into the Woods as the Baker. So that was like my first like big role. So now you're hooked. You're like, yeah, second show. I'm a lead, and I could actually like watch something to base what my character is about. Like, (laughs) there's actually a real (laughs) script and like vocals for you in Guys and Dolls. The first year you did it, I was just a crapshooter ensemble. Um, and then, so Guys and Dolls, I went up in April, and then I was going to Steps Off Broadway in Bellingham at the time, and I got thrown into, uh, like, probably two weeks before it opened, Once Upon a Mattress, because one of the ensemble members dropped, one of the nights dropped out, so Keith Matola, the owner of it, asked me to just fill in, because I'd never done a show at Steps, and he's like, if you want to, you can jump in. Now, how did you know him previously? I went there and took uh, voice lessons. Oh, okay. I just, word of mouth, because... The dancer studio used to be behind Dairy Queen, which Steps was also behind there in Bellingham. Um, and then I just, I, obviously I picked the wrong one and went to the... <laughs> 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 um, once again, missed opportunity. Um, and so um, I went there, I did Once Upon a Mattress, and then Into the Woods was done, that was done. And then I, I was at school and my mom gets a phone call from Keith and goes... Um, hey, is Dylan there? And she's like, no, he's at school. Um, she's like, well, he was like, I got an opportunity for Dylan. Unfortunately, two of my leads are doing Aladdin. Um, Aladdin Jasmine cannot do the show because they wanted to go see Wicked. It was, they wanted to go see Wicked on, so it was a Friday show, two Saturday shows, and a Sunday. They wanted Keith to cut the Saturday afternoon show because so they, they wanted to go see, see Wicked. Wicked, I think at like PPAC or something. Oh my, can you ever imagine that happening? No. No, I cannot. Just be the, like, <laughs> I'd be like, really? Theory. Yeah. And Recast. <laughs> yeah. So he was like, well, it's either you do all the shows or you, you do none. And so, and mind you, they were brother and sister. Just throwing that one out there. Ooh. Wait a minute. Yeah. Playing Jasmine yeah. Aladdin? Yes. Uncomfortable. So, you know, I don't know if. Man, imagine the blessing in Imagine the, the conversations around the dinner table <laughs> for that cast. So did you have to push Mom, that guy? Aladdin showed yeah. me the world. <laughs> I had to grab his, the genie's lamp. So. <laughs> oh man. Do you know wow. your lines though? Yeah, right. So did any- you get to the kiss yet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first line out of the parents' mouth. <laughs> you can't show so, us. Show so us what you creepy. did practice for Dad's yeah, like, no, you're not doing it right. Let me show yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slow it down. Too fast, oh, too God. fast. These poor kids. <laughs> you have a 10 second intro. They're in therapy right now. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. They didn't even go see Wicked Witch at therapy sessions. <laughs> but basically, um, so I call Keith, and my mom didn't really tell me all the information. So I call Keith, and I go, Yeah, definitely, I'll play Aladdin. When does the show go up? Five days from today. Five days from today. Now, is this. Wow. Yeah. I'm assuming this is Aladdin Jr. Because yeah. that was like really the only Aladdin production. Yeah, it was Aladdin Jr. Yeah, it was yeah. way before. But not that that's any small feat. I mean, that's like... Oh, no, it's, a great, it's one of my favorite days. like junior shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I was in like freak out mode. I basically missed a whole week of school for that. Um, but I had to learn the choreography, the dances, the lines. Some people were like... Keith was like, you know, just drag him on when he needs to go on stage. And I was there. It was a Saturday. I got... Um, it was a Friday. And I got... 
and he asked if I could come in Saturday morning. So it was like six days. And I was there from like 8 a.m. to like 11.30 at night. I knew, knew no one in the cast. And like I was so new at Steps. I was sure. there for maybe a month and a half. And like people were like really helpful. Like just like don't worry about it, blah, 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 blah. And I pulled it off. And even though I was in like sixth grade, it's like one of my proudest <laughs> moments. I did, however, on the last show, start on the second verse of A Whole New World. Oh, no. And I just went with it, and I was so pissed off. Like when I got off stage, I was so pissed off. Sixth grade, he's berating himself. I, yeah. I was like, "You, you shouldn't go out for your bow. You don't deserve a bow." You sat down. That's a theater kid right there. <laughs> you suck. No. And nice. Yeah. And so I did that show, and then uh, about a month and a half later, um, I hear of the Stadium Theater, which I had no clue about. And you guys were also doing your first ever Encore Kids. It was. It was the Encore Kids. I was the original. Uh, first production. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, our first junior production. And um, we happened to do uh, Aladdin. It was Aladdin Junior. Um, you know, we, we were like, you know what? We, we were doing all these big shows. We had all these people. Um, but we also had a lot of kids who would come out. And when you can't cast a lot of kids, it's like you lose them. So we were like, we need to do something to... to utilize these kids that keep coming in there were no camps going on yet nobody was doing any kind of kids programming so we were like let's just do a show with the kids so um you know lisa sorette who was uh with encore at the time she she kind of headed that up and she put it all together she produced the show Uh, i directed that show and Kathy, my wife was a choreographer and we decided no we were going to do um aladdin jr i think we were rehearsing in that church basement still yeah. at the I, time. I miss that church yeah, basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a great space. It was just so open. Even when they blocked off half yeah. of it for their, whatever they did in that building, it was just a great open space. Did you keep there, too? No, we never no. stored there, no. All, back in those days, we were storing sets at my in-laws' garage. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What year was that? 2006. Yep, that was in 2006. I think the show went up July 18th. Right, so you come to Encore, What's your first audition like for so, Encore? Because, I mean, it's a huge yeah, theater. Yeah, it's huge. It's, well, it was very different from uh, Bellingham Children's Theater. So. Uh, now, when you would do Bellingham Children's Theater, your venues were about how many seats? Well, it, the show, so the first show was at Hopedale, uh, and that's, I think, maybe like 150, 200, right. maybe. Um, but then our second show we did at Bellingham High School, they had the brand new stage, um, and we had like a thousand seats in there but like the stadium has all the murals and paintings and so i walked in there and i was really really nervous so i didn't grab a number right away um and then i sucked it up and i got number 23 and they were closed auditions yes um that's when we actually started our closed audition process yeah 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 and then i remember i remember michael harrison walked out because everyone was getting loud and he had like shush all of us and then like as he was shushing all of us, he's like, number 23. So I was like petrified at that moment. He's like, you just yelled at us and now it's calling me you. And, and when you, the voice, you just, it was perfect. That's Mike's voice. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just do it again. Number 23. Was that, was that the voice? I, Is he here? Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> and so, I'm, I'm talented like that. Um, and so we go in there and for some reason, you guys were sitting in the balcony. I don't know why. You guys were sitting in the balcony. Were we in the balcony? I thought it was the weirdest thing. The casting group was in the balcony? Yeah. And you, you guys oh, were sitting in the balcony. Um, was this night two? Was it a night two? Uh, honestly, I, I don't remember. No, I think it's... 
only one night. It might, it, you know what? If we were in the balcony, you it might have been night one because by the end of that, we were probably like, what the frick are we doing up here? Let's yeah. go back down. What were you doing? Yeah, I don't remember being up in the balcony. We were at least at the front row. No, you went like at least five rows up. Really? And I remember I, I walk in and I was just like in awe of like the theater. Like, oh my God, like this is like a Broadway. Like, And I look up and someone oh. was like, you got, you can go right on stage. And I was like, like petrified. Like, I'll tell you this. We don't do that anymore, so we must have corrected no, something. You do we not. must have not yeah. have liked that. You probably at all. heard me shit talk it. A little twelve year old. Twelve year old. Who are these pompous assholes yeah, on the balcony? Right now, yeah, because now we sit front row. We don't even mess around. Yeah, like up Eric in your face. Yeah. So I walked like a mile down to the stage, and then I sang a whole new world. Uh, and yeah, which was helpful because you yeah. Did, did just, you start with the second verse or did you? I started with the first the first verse. You guys probably couldn't even hear me anyway because you're on the balcony. So you wouldn't even know. Touché. I was like, do I do I sing now? Like, oh, I'm Come on, is there anybody out there? Can you guys just stand? Whoever's talking, please. I'm looking like in the wings, right? Like, trying to find the nobody voice. around. And it was Mary Jo Rett, too. Who's the Mary Jo was the, the musical director. Yeah, yeah. That was, a, that was a while ago. That was a long time ago. And so you you auditioned for Aladdin Jr., and what role do you get? I got Narrator 2. Narrator Wasn't two. good enough for Narrator 1, but good enough for Narrator 2. <laughs> I, I think Narrator 2 actually had more lines. It did. I counted. Right before <laughs> I came here. Are you, a line, are you a line counter? No, I'm not. No. no. <laughs> I let other people count. Like, because it makes really me nervous. Oh, yeah. yeah. Some... Definitely some people, especially in our company, we know who the line counters are. And that's a Do big you want to say to the mic? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually, no, I'm not going to say it, but I know who my line counters are. We'll and talk on break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll leave our mics on, too. Um, so you get Narrator 2, and that's your first encore show. Isn't that your first show on the stadium? Yeah, it was the first time I ever heard of stadium. Right. So I auditioned and got that role. And you're, you called, like, the next day. Like, you called one or uh, two days later. Mm. Yeah, we're really good about making our calls. No, you guys are, yeah. Except when you don't get a call. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no. And so we start the rehearsal process, and like I, I was intimidated by Fred. I was. I was pretty scared. You don't say. I, I was, and, and to the point where um, it's a, a famous part of my life where we were, it's probably like two weeks before Tech Week, we were running the show. And, and this is for Latin. Yeah, and the kid Seth, who had an allergy problem, oh, highly, highly yeah. allergic to peanuts. Peanuts. We, we were not doing good that night. Just I think people weren't knowing their cues and their, their lines. And everyone was just stressing out. Let's just say it was a kid show. I say, you <laughs> and leave it at that. You, you didn't throw a peanut at the kid, did you? No, yeah, I probably wanted to. I don't know. Uh, well, I, I probably like to eat the sandwich. <laughs> You'll sound great. Um, and so we, were, we had an intermission. Like, we took a like, 10-minute break. And I was eating peanut butter crackers. And like the kid couldn't even be near them. Couldn't even be near them or like, smell it. And he like said he was like in a really bad mood, and he was it's like, <laughs> he still holds a grudge. <laughs> um, so he was like, place his rack too, blah 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 blah. And then Seth looked at me and goes, oh my god, have you been eating peanut butter? And he was like, I think I might have a, like a reaction to it because he used to carry around the the giant yeah, the EpiPen oh, yeah. in the little pouch. Basically, yeah. I just wanted to see him inject it. So well, the scary thing was for no. me, I I've never dealt with anything like that. Yeah, so no this kid gets cast. Or... The mother comes up to me, explains the whole thing, tells me how to do it. So now it's like. She's leaving me to be the responsible one to eject this kid. All I'm thinking is Pulp Fiction, stab him in the heart, right in the stab him in the heart, stab him in the heart. But I'm like, no, it doesn't I, work that way. I just stab my mic. Jab in the leg. Yeah. Jab in the leg. He'll be okay. 
I'm like, I don't want to be responsible for this. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you, you drive them, not me. You're going to be taking a seat now. Um, and so I was like freaking out. I was like, oh my God, like, should I tell Fred or should I, should we call your mom? Blah, 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 blah. And so all of a sudden Fred's like, Dylan, come take a seat right here. And he pulled the seat up right next to um, the piano. And he basically, you were like, I'm going to have you watch the show since you can't listen for the, you know, during the show. Oh. So he pulls a chair up and I sit there. I'm like, like pouting, like trying to like keep it cool, but I was mad. And then to top it off, Fred <laughs> goes and gets a big piece of paper. I don't know where you found it. And he wrote Dylan's chair. And then like, like around his chair. Yeah. And right before we start, he slapped it right on and goes, everyone wants you to take a look. And he like holds the chair. He's like, this is Dylan's chair. This is where we sit when we can't listen and we misbehave. And like the whole time I was trying to explain to him what happened. He didn't want to hear it. So I didn't want to hear that he was trying to kill the other cast. Peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember like at that time, parents would, you know, come in at the end and pick the kids up. And you were like, uh, Nan, um, my mom. And he was like, Dylan, Dylan had a little problem tonight, a little trouble tonight focusing and then you showed her the chair and everything. And then I tried to explain. And I did explain to you what happened. <laughs> yeah, the like, mother took a moment and beat uh, the shit out of him. <laughs> Long story short, that kid died. No. No. <laughs> no. no. We didn't even make it to a whole new world. <laughs> and so, yeah. So, we, um, that's that's what happened. I had the chair. And I just never forgotten that. But, I mean, it made me, like, focus and I listen. told him, too. I said, you walk in the door, you go to that chair. You don't get to go sit. Yeah, it was with your not friends. just for one it rehearsal. Was, it was like from then on out. I was like, you walk in the door, you sit in that chair. When it's time for your scene, you literally go from that chair yeah. to your scene, and then when your scene is done, you come back. Opening night, I sat row A, and, then, and I walked backstage, and I walked back into that. Yeah, we had him in a good spot. Yeah, that yeah. was that was me exerting my uh, my militant side. But I'll tell you what, it worked because he became a modeled. Uh, actor That's when it right. came to the kids later on. <laughs> right. I don't think you ever gave another chair out to anyone. You know what? I, I never, nobody else ever got we a did. chair. No. However, it was always the Dylan chair. It, it was the Dylan chair, It was named chair, yeah. for you, so I would pull a chair up to the side of the piano, and I'd point at it, and I would threaten the kid yeah. to be like, that's the Dylan chair. And most of the kids knew what it was, and who, whoever didn't found out real quick with the minute I said it. So, yeah. so this is good, though, because you gave him his own chair, and then yeah. he just and kept coming back. Right? So we yeah. sold it at Ikea. Walmart carried it. <laughs> we should, hey, I should be getting a car. I was, <laughs> I was like the model on it, like little Again, tears coming out of my eyes. Missed opportunity. I gotta, yeah. I gotta stop patenting this stuff. I know, right? Every theater company should have a Dylan chair. That's right, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get my name on the back of one of the seats in the right. theater. Dylan's there you go. Chair. Dylan chair. Absolutely. That's, Donate it. Zero dollars. That's, that's the best. <laughs> so you go through Aladdin. Aladdin wraps. Uh, what's your next venture after that? So like two months later, we jump right into Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Oh, my God. That, that yeah. huge. Now, let me think. That Peter Pan was the... Was that the second time? Who was Peter Pan? Oh, when this we did is that? right. All right. So this was the second time we do Peter Pan. Not only was it a huge undertaking the first time we did it, we decided we're going to do it again, and it's an even yeah. bigger undertaking because bigger set. we rented a set. Oh my god, the set was ridiculously massive. The um, uh, where the what's the where the kids go? Never, uh, the, the, the Neverland the, oh, yeah. underground. Yeah, yeah, but it was like a giant jungle gym and playground. Yeah, you get to go up one side. There was like a, a freaking uh, slide in the middle or something like that. There was like, like a, a pole, pole, a stripper pole. pole slide. The, did uh, Peter Pan fly in this one? Peter Pan flew. Yeah, yeah every time we've done Peter Pan, Peter I think Pan Peter fly. Pan could up and down and left to right. Yep, yep. She went up, down, left, right. She was all over the place. Yeah, and then the kids the did the pendulum swing where they yeah. could go side to side only. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, and Alyssa Surrett was our Peter Pan. Um, 
Huge, huge show. It was always big. Uh, who were you in uh, Peter Pan when we did it? I was a pirate in that. You were one of the pirates? Yeah. Were you like a named pirate? Or just I, a pirate? I was a, a named pirate. I don't remember. We'll just we'll make up a name right now. John, make one up. <laughs> Schmeagle. Slappy. That's, that's too close to Schmee. Yeah, I know, right? Because Mr. Schmee is a... I was, sla- I was slappy. 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 No, it's coming back to me soon. <laughs> <laughs> slappy. Uh, like a good memory, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that was a huge show. I just yeah. remember it being ridiculously big. I mean, it always is. It's Peter Pan. You yeah. Know, all these oh, that was huge. And the sets, some of the sets, we had to cut some of the sets out. We rented the set, and literally, it was so big, there was like, we had to sacrifice one set. And literally, it ends up being, yeah, blood everywhere. Yeah. Um, we actually cut down it was a dark uh, day. the forest. We ended yeah. up just taking a couple of pieces because it was literally supposed to be this thing you could climb on and go through. Oh, it was huge. And we only took the middle so you could just sit in it, and yeah. that was it. Everything so else was gone. So when you rent a set for the, for the stadium, you have to take all your measurements ahead of time, and yeah. you have to fit it through that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Everything had to be – well, well, the set comes in all broken down. You have to assemble okay. it. But, yeah, everything has to be measured out, make sure it can come through the door. Um, you know, because at the stadium, we only have that six-by-six six doorway, yeah. which is ridiculous. It's yeah, a small loading space. Um, but yeah, everything had to come in. Everything was able to come in. It was assembled on the stage, and then it became like a game of Tetris, where each piece had to move just right so the next piece could dance and move with it. As and people were as, flying, oh, and things were being flying, flown it was, in. It was I remember my dad, um, Rich Surrett, and uh, my dad Dan. They flew yeah. um, Peter Pan, and I remember they had to like jump off. Jump off a ladder. Yeah, they jumped off a ladder to get it to go through yeah. the window. Yeah, <laughs> it was the crazy, craziest thing. Yeah, I remember yeah, I saw yeah. it one night. I was like, "What are you doing?" And it's he's cool. like, "I don't know." He's like, "I just jump on this queue." The uh, the effects for I mean the the flying for any show is is yeah. pretty spectacular, um, and I think that's probably one of the hardest shows to fly because oh, there's sure. so much in it. Yeah. I mean the main character flies all the time, so. Uh, that's just a huge, huge flying show. It's been a long time since the... It has been a long time, and the next one yeah. we're actually going to get to do will be Mary Poppins. So, um, so yeah. more flying in that, I assume? Yeah, well, you know what? There's not a lot of flying in it, but there is there's some flying in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mary Poppins flies a couple times. Uh, Bert and one of the... The bad nanny flies. Yep. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty wild, and I'm looking forward to getting back to it. So you do Peter Pan as a pirate, um, and then where do you go from there? So, auditioned for Christmas Carol, and I believe it was the one, the same one that Caitlin auditioned for. Okay. And um, I I did get in, but. It was a very difficult process, so I wound up dropping out of that because of the whole situation that happened. Um, so then I came. What's the situation? The situation, like the director. Oh yes. Which one is I this? Know, Which one was I this? I don't know. This I didn't is, know who the director. This is was. the one with Kevin Tebow. Oh jeez. Uh, yeah. I think this is yeah. the Kevin Tebow. And it, one. I, it took like two and a half weeks to get a phone call, and I yeah. called like, "Oh yeah, you yeah. were He's cast." Like, I ended up having to help yeah. him out and uh, finish off. Yeah. That so I wound not even even doing that. Um, so then I came back for Alice in Wonderland Junior. Which was our next big encore yeah, kid show. Yeah, the next yeah, like second, second encore one. kid show. And who'd you play in that? The Mad Hatter. In the that. Mad Hatter. He was a good Mad Hatter. I remember that. That was a fun was show. Like, yeah. I think I saw that one. Did it was you? probably there. Yeah, that Maybe. was probably a really, really good show. Really different. Who was like, Alice for that? We actually, there's three Alices, yeah. actually. Um, the main one was Alex Dutremble. Alex Dutremble was our main Alice. Yeah. And then we had um, Hope Simus was the little one. She was one. the little one. And, and then, then, the, um, the then we had Tall Alice. And then Tiffany. <laughs> Oh, is that her name? Her name wasn't Tiffany, but I called her Tiffany. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'll tell this story real quick. So her name was Emily. 
I believe her name was Emily. God, I hope her name was Emily. So we're, they're all up on stage, and I'm going, Tiffany, <laughs> Tiffany. And she's not looking at me. I know I'm calling right to her. I'm like, Tiffany. And then finally she looked at me, and I went, I need you to do this, this, and this. And she was okay. So to, to my credit, she answered to Tiffany. So I literally called her Tiffany the entire run of the show. That was not her name. <laughs> and my wife was like, her name wasn't Tiffany. Her name's Emily. And I was like... It is? She's like, the program yeah, says Tiffany. She, she answered to Tiffany. I thought that was her name. Oh, I was it's like, called that's Tall Alice. Tall yeah. Alice. Tall Alice. That's what I started doing after. I was like, Tall Alice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was like, all right, you need to go over here. Um, so, yeah, the the Mad Hatter. And that was another for, and, and you got to realize, when we do our Encore Kids shows, everything is huge like our regular shows. Yeah. We do nothing be, small. Yeah. We do nothing small. And uh, it was just a really big show. It was a lot of Little special effects. Right, backdrops. Yeah, it'd be a lot of backdrops and set pieces that would come yeah. on that did cool things. Like we had the rose bushes that were white and then they spun around. That's right, yeah. And I remember um, during when Alice was like falling down. We the had the big swirling. Yeah, and the things were like yeah, going up. Were there was like dim lighting on it yeah. that made it look like. Uh, the Shane, Shane Wiesick, uh used to be part of the company right. and he used to do some really cool special effects. He was in the Peter Pan you were yep. in. He made our mushroom smoke. Oh, that's he, right. He did that's some other right. effects with books falling. He was really cool with that. He in Disney now. Does. He's off in Disney, um, but for that show, he rigged this this pulley system where things would look like it was falling and yeah. raising as she went up. That's cool, and it was really cool. Yeah, yeah he it was. came up with a couple of really cool things. Um, but for an encore kid show, I mean, it was it was big, and uh, he was a Mad Hatter, and um, was Peter, Peter Mill was Peter Mill was the, the March hair, the March the hair, yeah. yeah, and he had the ears that they oh, that, that Shane rigged up that the ears would twitch. We That's used like a cool. radio controlled car remote and the ears twitched off his That's head. Right. Where did this guy go? Let's get he him back. went to Disney where he should be. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 doing something. Can you believe he left the stadium? I know. <laughs> he left the stadium. Why? Why? Why would he do that? Crazy. He got a perfect That's paycheck. Crazy. No. Disney. Yeah, right. And so from yeah, there, so like two months later I, we auditioned for Cinderella. Um and now this is the second time Encore does Cinderella. Yeah, with Malia Henderson, right, as Cinderella. Yeah, and, and she's were, she's now a Disney princess as well. She went to Florida. And she, yeah, she goes back a, and forth. She does a lot of stuff with Disney. A lot of our kids go to Disney yeah. at some point and do stuff. Harry Langelier went, went there. down. Um, Eric Denoyer went down. Uh, yeah, a lot of our kids go down there. He's not still down at Disney, is he? I think he, like every other week I, I see a picture of him in the Magic Kingdom. So I think he goes wow. down quite a bit if. Or it's photoshopped <laughs> from his bedroom, or from his bedroom, <laughs> or he's just throwing old photos up. I don't know. <laughs> no, right. Uh, but he's, he does a lot of things too. So who are you in Cinderella? Um, I was just one of the ensemble members. There really wasn't a lot of guy roles in that, especially like right. for my age. I think I was like, I was in, going into eighth grade. So a lot of those, like the king, the prince, and most of those people were in like already in their like eighteen or like twenties and right. later ages. Um, so I was ensemble in that, and then we go to. Oh, to High School Musical. All right, before we get to High School Musical, because there's a lot to talk about for there's High School Musical. There's a lot musical. to talk about High School Musical. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to do our sponsor thing, and then we're going to get back into High School Musical, because I know there are some stories to tell here. <laughs> we'll be right back. All right, and we are back. Okay, so we just left off. Uh, we were going to get into the infamous High School Musical. The show where we are not all in this together. <laughs> 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 there was so much going on so much. going into this production, let alone everything that was going on during the production. <laughs> drama. Um, oh, this is yeah. drama. Community theater drama at its finest. 
Uh, let's start with the basics. So my, my musical director for High School Musical, um, we had used him for a couple of shows. We were having some issues. Uh, we just weren't satisfied with where we were at at the time. Um, and it was a big problem. Meanwhile, Encore is currently doing a cabaret. Their director was having a lot of issues. Now, it was funny because I'm directing High School Musical with this other guy musical directing, and then Mark David Johnson's musical directing the cabaret uh, with this other guy who is directing that show. Um, their director's not working out. My musical director's not working out. So we, we get together the two uh, production companies, the production teams, and we decide we need to make some changes. So what they do is they're going to let the director of the cabaret go. We're going to let the musical director go. And me and Mark Johnson are going to do both shows at the same time. I'm going to finish the cabaret with them. He's going to come and take over High School Musical for us. Um, and that was like the first big to-do because it was just like, it was a nightmare. We were already in production for um, High School Musical. We were too far in where we should have been further along. Yeah. So now it's we're playing catch-up. The cabaret was like right around the corner. And I had to step in, and, and that's like a whole podcast in itself, this, that yeah. cabaret. We'll talk about that another time. But High School Musical, meanwhile, had all this drama going on. And fortunately, it's got a lot to do with Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So, Dylan, how was your experience on uh, High School Musical? Uh, I... At, at that time, like in general, the show sold out every single show. I was going to say, let's preface by saying yeah. the show we'll was start good, bad, and good. It's the only time I've ever been on the stadium theater stage. We did four performances. Yep. Four sellout, 1,100 seats. Um, it was like a rock concert. Now, yeah. it's an encore kid show. Um, but it was... we. It was like half Encore Kids. It was Encore there Kids. There was only one adult. It was, it was the only time we ever put an adult in the show. I stepped in because we didn't have someone to play the coach. Yep. I thought it would have been weird having a kid play the coach. Yeah. Because everybody in the cast is a kid. So I was like, it's only a couple lines. I'm going to do the coach. Um, so I had this amazing, amazing cast assembled. They were fantastic. You know you can always look back and be like, oh, there was a weak link there. There was a weak link there. Not a weak link in the show. It was awesome. And to hear 1,100 kids a night screaming the decibel level was so loud i'm behind an act curtain a main yeah. curtain i'm on the stage standing there and my ears hurt it was that loud it was ridiculous just the minute they announced the name of the show the kids went ballistic you would thought they were like at the rail you, like, yeah you would have thought it was like, like zach efron yeah, coming like out vanessa to vanessa, yeah you think it was you thought it was them coming out and you know what we we did the show at the movie was yeah the movie had been out for a little while. I think they came the out the sequel one. was getting ready to yeah. come out. We caught it just at the right time. Had we done that show six months later, I don't think it would have been as successful. Yeah. But oh, we did it just success. at the right time. And it was a really cool set. It was a one big piece that yeah. never moved and all the kids tied, danced around. It was, yeah, it had the basketball net in the middle. It was just Cafeteria. really well done. And it was the first time that the Encore kids didn't do a junior production. They did a full-length musical because High School Musical was never released as a junior. No, show. I don't think it, it was. was released as a main, a big show. And we were like, our kids at Encore Kids can handle this, um, and it, it was just, it was just phenomenal. But in the rehearsal process, <laughs> we had some issues, and Dylan's gonna tell us all about that. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> so I mean, it's well, first of all, who did you play in High School Musical? So Ryan Evans. I was the brother of Sharpay Evans, and their characters fight all the time. Well, let me let show. me just ask. Are you familiar, John? I, well, so I went. I didn't see the Encore High School Musical. I went and see High School Musical by another production, another 
company in the area, and uh, I did see the first half of it. <laughs> I did. First time I ever yeah. did High School Musical, I played the black kid. I played Jad. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's steps. <laughs> did you do? No, I don't my, think they my did. My mom was like, "We're just gonna put a little more on your face, a little more." Did they send you tanning or? <laughs> no, but my mom like kind of like oh, darkened me, and we did sixteen. Is your mom? Is your mom a fan of Paul? Yeah, yeah steps. We did sixteen. Wow. And the thing is, he was like, by, Keith was like, "By the way, we're adding more dates." We're like, uh. Now, when when did you do that steps? Two thousand seven. So that was before we did it. Yeah, I think it was a, a year before. Yeah, because the sequel wasn't out. Right, two that's wasn't right. Out that's yet. right. Um, so yeah, we did 16 performances of that, and we had like two Saturday shows. We even did a show on Easter. Wow. Um, but the high school musical was huge. Yeah, but we it did was the huge. phenomenon, like... And you played Chad when you did yeah. the first time? But I, I think I saw the movie, so... I, yeah, so I remember the, the blonde it. chick was Sharpay. Sharpay, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. okay. And so, I, I, my sister was Alyssa Surrett, and before I say anything, everything is good, everything squashed, all the drama with that. Um, we actually laugh about it now. Um, with a few grudges held. Uh, no. Um, and so I'm like, hi, hi, I still remember that. Hi, um, I fucking hate you. <laughs> no. Um, and so it, it all started over the song, What I've Been Looking For. You know the song they sing at the auditions? Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, my voice was changing, and the, it, was too hi- it was too high. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, and so he was, he was like right in that spot where it's he, hard had, to he, he had done a few shows with us already. So, you know, he, we, we got him and he's a kid and he's, he's got this one voice, but just so happened his voice wanted to flip right in the middle yeah. of the show. So he was having some vocals. So all I wanted to do was just bring the song down a half step, just a half step. That's all I wanted. And the pianist at the time was like, yeah, that's fine. But she was like, that's not going to be good for my voice. And we fought about that. Consistently throughout the whole part to like opening night, actually, to like the cast party. Um, and we fought about that, and then it just started getting escalating into like bigger things like the the costumes and stuff. Like, I, I, we bought our costumes, but then she returned some of hers, and then like I had to return some of mine, but I didn't have the receipts, so I was gonna get money back. So I was like, no, just match, match my costumes that we both bought, and like that was the whole issue. That was a big issue, you know, because. I wasn't gonna return any of them, and, you know. And some of the people. Now you that guys, now you guys are friends outside of Encore. I mean, you guys went to school together. Um, we did in middle school, and we were right. very good friends. And then she uh, went to Walnut Hill. Um, you and did, and you did stuff with her at other companies. Did you stuff with her at Steps? At, at Steps, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so it's not like two new people meeting yeah. for the first oh, time. Oh no, we and her met in Guys and Dolls. You got yeah. You guys uh, have known each other for grade. years, but yeah. for some reason, you guys are clashing. <laughs> yeah. Um, that pubescent two yeah. stars collide. <laughs> oh, yeah. Two dedicated it artists. It was, it was. And so, like, I'm very easygoing, but when I get when I get mad, I get mad. And so, it was like I said, it was the, the music, it was the costumes, and we were in one rehearsal. Um, I remember, and like I said, everything's everything's good now. Um, she did something to piss me off, and I said something. And then she started crying, and I, I hate when people cry. Like, cause I'm like, you can hold those tears back. You can hold them back. You stop crying. No, no. no. And so, and I, I turned around. And I said, stop crying. No one cares. No one, no one cares that you're crying. And I, and I said that. I said, we're not doing a show right now, so you can stop crying. And I just kept saying that, cause I was getting pissed off, cause I was like, I'm gonna look like the bad guy. And then, boop, bad guy alert. <laughs> so then Fred's like, because her and I were like bickering back and forth. Now you're going to realize, we've seen 
not when I say we, the production team, because it's Lisa Surratt, it's me, uh, it's the musical director, where we, we see there's a lot of tension going on and there's a lot of fighting going on. And it's been building and it's been building. And, it's been, <laughs> and then it culminates in this one thing where she starts crying. This one's giving her a hard time. So I just kind of snapped. I was like, yeah. you two, hallway now. <laughs> yeah. So we get kicked out. We go into the hallway. And then it gets like really bad there. It's like, this is all your fault. Like, you, you always want the attention. You just start crying. And then she started crying more. And then we started yelling at each other, blah, 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 blah. And my mom, the one time like my mom sat at the rehearsal and she's like, what is going on? What's going on? And then I just started screaming at her and then she started yelling at me. And then like 10 minutes later, Fred came out and he's like, you two out of my rehearsal. He's like, you're done for the night. I threw him out. I was like, go home. Don't, don't come back until you're ready to come back. I was pissed. And then, yeah. And then like <laughs> Alyssa was walking back in there and I was like, you are not going back. I was like, if I'm not going back in there, you're not going back in there. And her mom was on the production team. So she oh, like had no. to. And I was like, no, you're leaving. And I was, oh, it was awful well we we wanted to get her side of the story so Alyssa, come on in. <laughs> <laughs> she comes in like the outfits yeah she wore the same <laughs> outfit from high school years ago <laughs> just rubbing his face <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah that was that was huge and, like it was so nitty-gritty like, even with the choreography like the step touches like i was like no it's this way and she's like no it's this way and like we just never could compromise or agree and like that was the last <laughs> we and that was her and I didn't talk for like six years. Wow. We didn't talk for like six years. Last last summer was the first time I ever saw her. But wow. no grudges held. Yeah, right. <laughs> but no no grudges held. No, so but like I now. said, it's good now. Like we can laugh about it. And so, <laughs> yeah, so we can. And um, so, yeah, so that goes by and that's done. And I thought like I was, I thought you guys were like done with me. Like you didn't want to work with me ever again. And then Greece auditions were coming up. And, um. I was like, yeah, I'll audition. I audition, and that's the time when all that, I was doing that, that was like an acting class at uh, St. Anne's, and the guy who was directing that was like, oh, you guys can audition for that. You guys can audition for that. And I was like, well, well why not? I mean, I, I can, it's community theater. I can choose to do what I want. Well, he wanted you solely to be in that production, right? It wasn't even a production. It was just an acting class. Oh. And so I auditioned for it, and then, I don't know if you remember, he called you. He called yeah, he called your house. And then I called you and left a message. You guys didn't pick up and I said, I'm so sorry about what just happened. I, I was like, he had no right to call you. Um, I do want to be a part of Greece if I am cast. And I He thought there were gonna be too many conflicts with because our rehearsal schedule, we rehearsed like three nights a week. And yeah. I think one of the nights maybe fell on one of his class nights or something like that. So but, he, he didn't want to lose money for his acting class, so he called. Well, I don't even know, can't. but like, who, no, he was just, who has the right to do that? Like, right, he was just basically, I mean, he's a nice actor, guy. You know? He was being a douchebag about it. He could have yeah. he could have just been like, hey, listen, you know, is there, he, he could have just came at it differently. Could have been like, is there any way we could compromise? Yeah. This kid really wants to do both. I mean, the class was only a couple of weeks long. There's like and a six week and we were and we rehearsed for two and a half months. Yeah. so it's like it's just funny. It's it like out. so it's the way he went about you're it. You're in acting class, you're running this acting class, and when your class auditions for something to you act in, no, you're like, yeah. no, you can't do it because right, you're gonna right, stay right, in my right, class. Right. Kinda yeah, it's so basically. And I remember sketchy. your wife Kathy called me and mm. she said. She's like, Dylan, we were very confused about this voicemail because he didn't call you just yet. Right. So basically, I was warning you, but I thought he already yeah, called. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah. didn't mind calling. But anyways, I got Eugene 
in that show, and that's probably one of my favorite roles. Eugene, the, yeah, the, that's fun. the nerd, the nerd in Greece. Yeah. <laughs> so that that was really fun. That was I, a great show too. That was. Uh, oh, that was fantastic. That was like a really. I think for encore, that was like a really big step up. Like we had been doing all these great shows, yeah. a lot of family shows and stuff like that. But I think that was like. We kicked it up a notch. Yeah, we weren't doing production. like the classics. Yeah, all these I mean, yeah, same current. We we basically had a, a great cast assembled, and and literally that was like the first stepping stone of many to come. Because yeah, after that show, of... every single show thereafter just grew and grew, and the company just became a monster. Marissa you Silva know? as a result. Oh, so good. Phenomenal. She was so good. Actually, I think she had played that role. In the, school, I think it, she, she went, went to Rocket. Yeah, she did. She yeah, did. She played it Amanda before, Palmer. or she did it after. She did before. Uh, she did before. Uh, she was phenomenal. Even when she did with us, she was so good. Oh, just that fantastic. that cast was was awesome. It was so good. Um, Greg Matos played yeah, Danny Zuko. Michaela was our Sandy. Alyssa um, Denoble. Alyssa <laughs> Denoble as Patty Simcox was. She was she was one of my favorites. She was a riot. Yeah. Every rehearsal she would come in. Uh, I don't want to say she was ditzy, but she was a little ditzy. And always ready to entertain, basically. <laughs> she was always on. She was always Off scene on. Off-scene, on-stage. Yeah, she was a riot. She was so much fun. But um, Twirling the baton. Yeah. Off-stage. Uh, Adam Landry was in that. He was yeah. uh, Sonny and, you know, um, uh, Foley. Angela Foley, Foley was in that. Foley was the, the principal. Oh, yeah. It was such a fun show. But like yeah. I said, it just it just kicked up, and it was just, it was great. Um, such a, a, a fun show overall. Yeah. So, Grease Raps. Yeah, so Grease Raps, and... I actually did an audition. So I just remember that last show, I was sick during the whole run of Greece, during the weekend, um, and I didn't know what was wrong with me. And then I left the cast party because I was really sick. And then the next day, um, I had to get admitted to the hospital. Do you remember that? Vaguely, yeah. Because um, I had like this really, really uh, bad virus as, as what I thought. So I was in the hospital for uh, about, I missed about a month of school. Um, what did it end up being? It, that was a colitis, so I had like ulcers and stuff in mm -hmm. my stomach, um, and they had no clue what it was. So I really couldn't do anything. I lost like thirty pounds in like two weeks. Wow. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> Best night ever. <laughs> I know. I was like, relapse, relapse. No. Um, <laughs> so wrong. Relapse. No. He's like puking blood. He's like. Oh, oh, that's so good. Uh, yeah. I do like the Weight Watcher commercial, like before and after, holding like the pan the elastic waist pants out, bucket um, of puke in the other hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, but I was I was really 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 sick. Um, yeah, because you guys all sent me a card and everything. And so must have been a corporate card. Corporate, yeah. <laughs> from CBS. Yeah. There was like a ketchup stain on it. No. And so then I I believe it was Willy Wonka that auditions were coming up. Um, I'll just. I did not get cast in Willy Wonka. I, I think you would have made a mean Oompa Loompa. Well, you gotta, like, well, you gotta, you gotta remember, realize something. We did uh, Willy Wonka. Um, that was a great show. I did a little something different that, even for me, was was kind of abnormal. What I did was I took all the kid roles and I cast adults, and then I took all the parents and made them kids. By kids, I mean like young adults. Yeah, um, I remember. With that, the yeah. exception of um, Mike. Charlie uh, and no, my, Grandpa uh, Joe. Yeah, Charlie stayed a kid. Grandpa Joe was still an older gentleman. Um, 
But the only one I didn't do that with was Augustus Goop's mother. I kept that as a because Cheryl Dupree auditioned, and she was a riot. Hilarious. Uh, and when she did the audition opposite Mike Harrison, who was auditioning for Augustus Goop, and eventually became Augustus Goop, uh, them together were so good, I couldn't do the change. I just wanted to keep yeah, that chemistry. Yeah, But I did it. it with the others. Like, um, my wife played uh, Veruca Salt. Yep. And then her father was Tyler Bagnosh. So it was like, you know, he was young, she was older, we did a little age swapping. So when it came to Dylan's age group, it was either he could have been a parent or there was really nothing for them. Because it's not a big ensemble show, except for your Oompa Loompas. Yep. Um, so a lot of the kids who normally did shows with us um, didn't get cast. I was uh, pissed. No, I was kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I can't be the candy man. No. <laughs> I'm done. Um, I'm done. Never, never. I know, right? Again. I like right? smashed a window <laughs> and stuff. And the attest, you know, I'll, I'll say it. Like I always say, you know, you can't be in every show. No. Uh, most actors think they could be or should be, uh, but sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. Um, so Willy Wonka comes, goes, and it goes. And, <laughs> and the next just thing like you do that. is, um, what was the next thing I, I did? So Willy Wonka, what year was that? 2009, 2010. I think it was 2010. Uh, I think it was, it was 2010. We did one. Of them. Yeah. Um, so the, uh, uh, what was after that? I didn't. I didn't come back for a while. I was doing my music. Off. I was doing right. my music. Um, I did an American Idol contest in Franklin, Massachusetts, and there was like 10 contestants. I, I remember that year. A lot of people. Uh, yeah. Well, because I didn't get cast in Willy Wonka. So <laughs> he was yeah. like, They're like this Dylan's not here. Back. Let's go. I'm never coming back. I'm going back to the Bellingham Children's Theater. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, let's do Space Vacation. Let's <laughs> revive it. That's actually where I was. Nice. No. Um, so you took some time off from us, and you went and did some yeah, other little things. I did. Uh, I did an American Idol contest. There was like nine people. It was 10, uh, including me. So. Um, and I wound up winning first place, and I sang the most two randomest songs. I sang Candyman by Sammy Davis Jr., and You Raised Me Up by Josh Groban. He's like, I'm going to show that encore group that yeah. I can sing that song. Like, the song yeah. comes out to encore rep, and, uh, and they can 40. suck it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I sang that, and um, I, I won first place, and then you got like a cash prize, and you got like recording time, and unfortunately, still at the time, my voice was still changing. So I, and it was His voice changed for years. Yes. <laughs> It's a long process. They, they said by 2025, 20, I'll be, you know. You'll be, you'll be set? Yeah. Okay. I'll be pretty, yeah. It'll be good. It'll be pretty good. And so I, I did that. I couldn't record any songs, like cover songs, because everything would have to be in a key change. I didn't know anyone. So then I was like, I'm going to record my own stuff. Like, I'm going to make my own music. So I reached out to a producer um, that he was just doing out of his basement. Um, I knew him through Steps, um, and I wanted to start getting – that's when, like, dance music was kind of becoming – um, more mainstream and not like as underground as it was. Um, so I started creating music, and then he, his forte really wasn't dance music, so he put me with um, another producer, Ryan Manning, um, and he was fantastic. So we started creating different beats and all music, and then it really wasn't supposed to be anything as what I wanted to be. It was just supposed to be like three songs, but I did like a full album, um, and then I really kind of took that over for a while and then came out with my album August yeah last year August 14th now this is 14th. your your original of um, Shade of Glitch yeah so now, the, seeing so we're here with Shade of Glitch where's the name come from so uh, there's uh, a lot behind it kind of I know right so I hate 
I hate, hate, hate giving eye contact. I think it's, I know, it just makes, creeps me out, makes me feel very awkward. So that's why I'm like looking down right now. I know, right? I don't know, I just don't like it. It's very like vulnerable. I Says the guy it. who's always yeah. on theater with hundreds of people. I know, I know, I just, I hate, like if it's a big crowd, I'm like, I don't know who I'm looking at. You can't look at me. But like if it's like small, like intimate setting, I hate it. Um, so I used, um, so I want to bring like, I wanted to keep the theatrics in my music and stuff because I just think club music it's so much bigger than you know just standing up there with guitar and microphone. So I wanted to bring like theatrics into it. So I would wear like these crazy sunglasses, so sh um, shaded, Sansa like like shading out the negativity, you know, because like in music, even in theater, you get bad reviews sometimes. You get crap reviews. You get great reviews. People like the music. People don't. So it was just a metaphor for like shading out the negativity. Um, and then I just wear sunglasses a lot when I perform, so like shaded the glasses, sunglasses, and then glitch comes from. And in school, I can you know I did my own thing. Um, I was like the class clown, um, different beat to my drum, didn't really follow the crowd. So people would always be like, oh like, you're like there's like a glitch in the system with you. Like people would say that, so I was like, oh shaded glitch, like a glitch in the system. Um, it's so like Vanellope from Wreck It Ralph, the glitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've not seen Wreck It Ralph. Maybe it's not it. Yeah, so that's where yeah, Shady Glitch kids. comes yeah, from. Right. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, so I, I did that, and then, so I did that for a while, but before my CD even came out, um, I came back, I think, yeah, I think it was like two years later for Rent. Right, yeah. Um, no and it was a, a different director before you jumped in. Another one of those instances where the director yep. started, was right. not working out. I love those and, shows. And uh, I had to kind of, I was asked, I was literally begged, my wife was about uh, to have our, our son. I remember uh, that, yeah. Months away oh, that? and right. uh, I didn't want to be involved in a show. You, so said, you said no for a while. I did. They, they hounded me for like a month begging me to do it and I was like, oh, just, I knew what was coming up. But we also knew at the same time, you know, we can't let an encore show falter. Yeah. And finally I was just like, you know what? Do the baby I'm or gonna encore. do it. Yeah, right. And they picked on Make your choice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like going to direct the show. So they let him go and I got involved and it was a phenomenal show, I will say. Yeah. And I wasn't even familiar with Rent. And here's the problem. The cast was already together. Even though they weren't under a great director, they were getting really close. It was one of those tight knit groups and uh, it was like ten people. Ten yeah. People it, was, it was it was it was a great Oh god, that couch. couch. <laughs> and it was, it was burned. It ended up being a really, really, really yeah. amazing show. I mean, Megan Brunault did the choreography for it, and and the dancing was great, and was the, and the voice, the vocal talent, just oh crazy. Nicole Franklin. Um, I had a stripper pole on my, on my stage, which was awesome. Yeah. we actually talked about that with Amanda Palmer when we had her on the show. Um, that was it was just. For me, that's like right in my yeah, and top, I didn't that's like, like my top three favorite shows. Yeah, I didn't really know it, and I'm. I'm you know, going along with it. I literally, it was funny too because um, I, it took like, a, with the first director did a month and a half. Didn't even finish the first act. No. I did in five days. I did the entire show in yeah. five days. Wow. Because it was like the show was, yeah, yeah. it was almost, it was time to come up. And we were like, yep. what are we doing here? I had to film the video for the, for the finale. Right for the we actually did that right on the stage. Uh, that was like last minute stuff. And um, yeah, that just ended up being crazy. Yeah, because it's not so the block. And again, yeah. you know, just Greece had come around, some other shows in between, and then that was just again rent kicked up. The yeah, and rent can't court. be a bad show. Like people are Jeez. upset, and like I said, I wasn't a yeah. fan until they're, I was they're in rent it. Heads. They were yeah. all rent heads. No, Everybody that worked on oh, that they were show. screaming during Season of Love, yeah, like when Nicole good. hit like oh um, Nicole Franklin. No, yeah, phenomenal. Who was it on? Tech? I remember someone on Tech was wearing like different rent shirts from various productions. Uh, I'm sure it was probably um, 
That's probably I know I, I know who you're talking about. I don't remember her name was, but she did. She was she like followed it yeah. so much. She knew everything about yeah. it, and she did. She had a whole bunch of different ones. That was just an amazing, amazing show. So that show finishes, um, and then we go into Spring Awakening. Spring Awakening, which we talked about with Amanda. We talked about that with Matt. Yeah. Um, Wait, know, so when is that coming back? I'm telling you, I, and I've said it before. Junior production. Yeah, that's <laughs> what we've been talking about. It's just like kissing <laughs> and like grabbing of a boob. Like, have the little kids do it. Um, again, we've said it before, and I'll say it again. My favorite show that I've ever yeah. worked on. So good. And I'm gonna tell you, the, the talent in that show, especially having Dylan being one of the, you know, who'd you play in that? Georg. Georg. Phenomenal. It was like Christian. You, um, Paul. Paul. I mean, all those voices together. John and yep. Matt, Nicole Franklin and Amanda awesome. Palmer. Awesome! Yeah. It was like the best of the best. It was such a good, good, yeah. good show. And, and I, the would, lighting I would, I would, I would. If somebody said to me tomorrow, "Hey, are you interested in Spring Awakening?" I'd be like, "Yup." And I've got some phone calls to make. So I'm bringing that cast back. Yeah. It wasn't that good. That was, was my good. favorite. It was a great show. I mean, and the hairdos were crazy. Dylan had this awesome. It was like he a had that like straight up pompadour. Besides, oh yeah, they, 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 in the costume. Our hair was like amazing. hard as a rock. Too. Oh yeah, they like, did a lot, a lot of product use in that show. I remember Jane <laughs> was doing the um, hair, hair. Part. Like yeah. she was doing everyone's hair and like shave. Oh, she shaved Christian's hair backstage for like weird designs yeah, in yeah, it too. Yeah. yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that was a fun show. I remember though. I don't know if you remember, um, Christian. It was the last uh, night of tech. And Christian wiped out completely. Christian was having an off night, and we still talk about it to this day. He wiped out on stage, and his microphone slid right into the pit. And we were all laughing hysterically on stage. Like, I remember Laura was, like, she was snorting. Amanda was laughing. And when when Nicole Kelly laughs, like, she's very professional. That's when you know it's funny. Like we were all doing the shoulder you know, shakes. I like bet, I bet I wasn't laughing. Rebecca Donald, who was the stage manager for that, she was like, she's like, Fred did not see. She's like, I don't know how we didn't see I that. I didn't see it. She was I like, remember that everybody telling me about it after. I was like, I didn't catch it. Because he went, oh shit, and fell, and his mic <laughs> slid right into the pit. Oh, and we cried. Explained a lot. Yep. Yeah, never in this town again. No, I know. And I always say, like, if I'm like laughing, like at inappropriate times, I'm like, pretend you're on stage. Pretend you're on stage. Well, I was on stage, and <laughs> I was not professional. <laughs> That's awesome. And then after that, what was after? So that? after Spring Awakening, um, Shrek. Shrek roll around. Now, oh. when we did Shrek, Dylan ended up playing our um, Lord Farquaad. Was not Best our original ever. casting choice. Uh, well, actually, you didn't even audition. Yeah, you were supposed to have surgery. surgery. Yeah, you were supposed yeah. to have some surgery. It was back surgery, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I remember you saying, you're like, I can't come out. I got it in January. I got surgery in January. So basically, for any of you uh, doctor people out there, L4 and L5 disc collapsed. And basically, it was crushing some of my nerves. And one of them was my sciatic nerve. And oh. whoever has sciatic nerve. Oh, yeah. Ashley Lopes. Um, <laughs> it's the the worst. Like, the doctors would be like, what, what are you feeling? I'm like, tingling, numbing. Uh, burning, stabbing, and I, I couldn't walk. I couldn't drive. Mm. I would have to pull over sometimes. Like I walked like I was like deformed. Like it was awful. And so, I thought surgery was going to work, but it didn't work at all. Um, and so yes, I was supposed to get surgery again in like September, and obviously I was going to need the time to recover. And then the guy uh, Sam, who was originally playing that role, I there was a rumor that he was going to drop out because didn't he take another page well, here's the thing or something? Um, we were auditioning for Shrek 
uh, he had actually done Shrek uh, with steps uh, a, a couple months earlier. Yeah, because Gion, um, who played our donkey, did it with him as well. So a couple of those people who were in that show came and auditioned, uh, and we did offer him Lord Farquaad. I had seen a, a video. He sent me the video of him doing it as kind of his audition, and uh, we were like, yeah, that's great. Come on out. And there was like, like a couple of week gap before we started rehearsals and um, we were gearing up and we're getting ready to do it and that first rehearsal was coming around and then he gave us a call and he was like yeah I'm not gonna be able to do the show because I guess Steps was doing something else and he decided he wanted to get involved with that uh, instead of coming to work with Encore so I was like you know whatever to each their own um, good luck with that and then I was like shit what am I gonna do now I don't have anybody so I don't know. I think in talking with maybe Becca and um, Kathy, uh, they were like, who are we going to call? And I was like, I don't know. And Dylan's name came up a few times. And I was like, he's not going to be able to do it. He's getting surgery. They're like, you can at least ask. So I had called you, yeah. and you said it just so happened that they were pushing yeah. the surgery back. Um, and you were like, yeah, you, you can do it. Um, so we were like, all right, yeah. can you come tonight? Yeah, yeah that's what <laughs> it was. Like, you, can you come by? <laughs> and I think you had two other people lined up. And like we we were considering yeah. some more options because I didn't think you were going to be able to do it. And so I read from the script. And then I sang. I didn't know. I, I know I know Shrek, but I right. really didn't know the music. And I sang like like 30 bars or something. And We didn't just give it to him. We made him audition. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, so we did that. And then he was like, great. You got the role, and you're like, like, "Can you stay?" Yeah, that's what you said. <laughs> you're like, "Can you stay?" And you're like, "Yep." And he's like, "Can you be off book for pages like one to 30 by Monday?" I was like, "Nope." No, no. <laughs> we'll I like, yep. no I uh, worked my butt off for that show. He was great too. So funny. And I'm gonna tell you when, you know, we, I go into it with a certain thing in mind. I mean, first of all, Shrek's a huge movie. Everybody knows. Yeah, Shrek. that was one of so, our best sets. So John Lithgow being, you know, Lord Farquaad, you, you've already kind of got. This, this is iconic. This is what it needs to be like. Um, and that's exactly the way this first guy had done it. But when Dylan was doing it, um, he kind of... Goofed it he, up. He didn't, no, you didn't oh. goof it up. You made it your own. It was it was different than what I expected yeah. it to be. And at first, I was like, I don't know if I like this. I said, but I'm going to see where like, it goes shit, with I gave it. him the role. I was like, fuck, <laughs> what did I do? And trust me, I've done that I before. I've made line. that mistake. But no, it was funny because as it went on, and I'm watching them, um, I'm I'm enjoying that more than what I had originally anticipated, and it was it was, it's and so I'm not right. just sitting here, you know, when blowing smoke up your ass. It was it was perfect yeah, when, for that when role. He came out the the first tech week when I saw him. I'm oh like, my god! I lost my shit. I it was, was just, legs. I was, I was, yeah, the, the legs going on. <laughs> you just like you looked the part too, like your your oh, they facial did. My, expressions. My door and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, yeah. I did. I'm like I'm like. Dylan, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was great, and he was great in that part. And you know, I asked him to do a lot of crazy things. I mean, first of all, you had to do the whole show on your knees, yeah, and the uh, stupid, um, with those little feet, yeah. Oh <laughs> my god, don't get me started on those feet, those were like anxiety right there, like just trying um, to keep them in place because yeah. it was it was a lot of fun, though. That show, a lot was of ad libbing, and lots, that was, and you know, that's nothing. I mean, as a director, basically. My opinion is, as long as you're getting what's on the page yeah. out, that's my that's the thing I care about most. Yep. But as it was going on, every once in a while, Dylan would throw a little line out there, and <laughs> and even though he's doing it, I'm like, it's really funny. We need to keep it, and it got consistent, and then it grew, and it became more of it. Um, but it, he's not one of those actors who will do something different every night and try to throw off his fellow actors. Uh, once it became a bit. It was always there. Yeah, I would, and yeah. he never would like 
throw it off, but once it was created in the rehearsal process, yep. it's oh my God, I would throw everyone off during the rehearsal oh process. God. He would rip all lines. He came riding in on this ghetto plastic horse, <laughs> oh, which was literally horse. a carousel horse on a pole. <laughs> he come riding in on that, and he had a new name. You had names for it, like every Rudy Huxtable. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so that, that was one thing my favorite. So that came about, we had the school show in the morning, and then Megan Bruno, who played Princess Fiona, Adam Landry, who played um, Big Bad Wolf, and Rebecca Donald, they all came over my house after uh, uh, hanging out. And I was like, I just want to add something for that line, because Megan's like, I love it when you, like, kind of like say things she's like like you don't throw me off but like she's like it makes me laugh i was like well what could i say during there and so i randomly said like i'll just be like back it up rudy huxtable or something like that <laughs> and then like we all just lost it laughing oh, and she's hysterical. like keep it yeah keep it and it did it became, it literally became fun yeah and it made absolutely no sense but the audience was like laughing hysterically well it's just such a random thing to yeah thrown into the every show. night it and, was great and then for the last scene that's where <laughs> Like, I just add stuff in. Like, I would call, when, like, uh, Megan transformed into, like, the ogre Fiona, yeah. I would call her, like, Patty McFatty, <laughs> Big Booty Judy, like, <laughs> Hungry Hungry Hippo. Like, was, the Hungry Hungry, hungry Hippo, hippo yeah. I was like, oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah. And was, I would just add, add things <laughs> to it. And if they didn't work, like, they didn't work, like, during rehearsals, I would try something. If it didn't work, it didn't work. But usually I would always see, like, cast members, like, Oh, oh God! What is he gonna say? What's he gonna say? And then that was the pressure for me. I was like, it has to be, it has to be funny. <laughs> yeah, and I'd be sitting there, and I'd be talking, you know, giving notes or something like that to either my producer or whatever. We'd be chatting or talking to the customer, and if the scene's going on. All of a sudden, I hear this line come out that I'm not expecting. I just lose it, and I'm like, what is he doing out there? But uh, yeah, no, it, it was, uh, yeah. and, and it all made it into the show. Never opened that script once. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I just knew yeah, what was coming next. Gonna go. um, but yeah, that, that was a great show. We had. That huge dragon, which was awesome. Yeah, that was uh, crazy. Came busting through the wall and ate you at the end. This, uh, oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, and like, uh, so the little the legs. legs kicking. <laughs> so what they did, um, they had me wear really like tight, tight leggings, and then they had the legs, and then it was kind of like a skirt that they had to cover like my actual legs, and then they had like uh, a cape that came around it, and then my feet were just hooked in um, by like a little elastics and stuff. And do you remember during my, my, yeah, like during the song, um, things are looking up, I think that's the name of it. I just have to throw my legs over and yeah, just like yeah. hold them and then. Your body, your, your body, your legs. Yeah, I'm like standing in my legs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, it was a quick, it was quick. I throw them over and then tuck them back in and the door had to open and I had to like uh, go out. And then one night when the tech didn't come on, because you remember it was the door and there was a giant block that I stood on. Right. And then Adam Landry had to push the thing up. It was a two-person job. So I was pushing that up, tucking my feet in, trying to unhinge the door. <laughs> I go out there, right? All of a sudden, my cape gets caught on the door. Uh, and I'm just standing there, like, praying to, like, to the, to the gods, like, please, like, my cape is stuck. And I, I can't take my cape off because then... Yeah, the dance number like, coming up too, right? Yeah, it was in the middle yeah, of the song. Yeah, it was in the middle of the song. And thank God Grace McLaughlin saw that, like, one of the Duloc dancers didn't re like realize that Dylan's not doing his choreography or what it was expected. <laughs> and so she's, like, just, like, dancing over there, and she sees, and she, like, yanks it, and then I finally get to continue with the... So funny. The number, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that was definitely one of my favorite shows. I would do that again show. if I oh, came it was back. Oh, a great show. Such a good show. Um, so we, we wrap up Shrek, uh, the musical, and then we get into... 
uh, was it late? Is it Les Mis? No, Godspell. Godspell, yeah. So a new company, Shine Light Productions, I believe it was their first show that they ever done. Right. Um, and I played George uh, in Godspell. I sang um, You Are the Light of the World. And that was, we had a lot of, like Nicole Kelly was in it, Rebecca Donald, Adam Landry, Dion, a lot of people from Encore, and it was great chemistry and great cast. And it was one of the first shows to be put on in the marquee, in the marquee room. room. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we made it we made it work, and it's coming back um, on the big stage next year, next month, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so yeah, we're looking forward to doing that. But that, that was is it going to be the same cast, or are they recasting? Same so cast. One, I believe one of the cast members is not coming back. Just as so they were going to fill that role and. Yeah, just re- one of your cats is going to take the role. <laughs> Probably. So. They can do it. <laughs> they can totally do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then after that rolls, um, Les Mis rolls around. Yeah, Les Mis came around, and I remember it said strictly you could either audition for Shrek or Les Mis, and you couldn't do both, but luckily I got to do both a few years later. Well, yeah, because at the time, um, Shrek and Les Mis they were really close. Really cool. yeah. The first time we did Les Mis, um, and Dylan did Shrek. Uh, so he wasn't in the original cast when we did Les Mis. So when it came back around to, to do it again just this past, uh, was it May? I remember a lot of um, people had trouble with that. Picking, yeah, picking yeah. Which it was like, which, which one do I go for? Um, I auditioned for none of them. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah. auditioned for neither because he was going to be so laid up. Surgery. And, um, he does an audition. He's not he gets called. Yeah, he gets he's one of the call guys now. I come in like uh, my far quad outfit. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not Shrek. Flipping his hair. Yeah. Les Mis like walked in. Uh, but yeah, so when we needed uh, people to come in for Les Mis, um, we definitely uh, fought it down. We could get Dylan in. And the thing is, too, with that, your producer, Sue Vieira, she, it was during Mermaids, because I stage managed a lot of the uh, encore kid shows or curtain calls, and um, I was so stressed out with Mermaid, because like, we had, we took on, we took on like young kids, but then we took on young really young kids yeah, yeah, yeah. that because when you're working with little kids you're, just, you're not working just with them you work with the parents right so like I'd be in class and my phone would just go off constantly like oh um so and so's not gonna be here tonight blah 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 just constantly so I was so stressed out with that and then Sue uh, like I said the producer she was like Dylan you wanna be in Les Mis you know Fred was you know thinking that you know you wanna be in it and I was like, Sue, just don't don't bother me. I was like, I not right now, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and so she'd ask me again. And she'd be like, So, Dylan, did you think about doing lame I'd be like, Sue, I'm I'm running the light board, you know. I would just I would just make excuses up and like I would make like the dumbest things up. I'm like, I'm I'm tying my shoes, Sue. I can't multitask like that. <laughs> I don't know why. And then like she, she was intimidated by the the thought of being in lame That's right, that's right. <laughs> and so like, um, and so she just kept asking me and then she gave up and I was like, All right, why isn't she asking me? And You're so, like, hey, don't you want me for that joke? I'm like, hey, Sue, remember that thing? <laughs> yeah. So Sue came up to me. Well, I was doing Rebecca Donald. She was like, so you doing Les Mis? And Sue was there. And she, and she goes, well, Fred already assumed you're doing it. And he said you're already cast. So you're doing it. And I was like, well, Fred, Fred, says, Fred says I'm doing it. So I was like, I guess I'm doing it. And I don't know why. Because I, if I didn't do it, I would totally regret it. Because I remember I said, Way in the balcony because it was another sold out performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every show. It was a great show. The first time, yeah, I'll tell you, the first time we did it, it was really, really, really good. And I was like, I do not know how we can replicate that. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was a concern because you know it was such a huge success the first time we did it, and doing it again, bringing back the same cast with a few additions because of people who couldn't come back. It was like, can you catch that lightning in a bottle twice? And I think we did more than that. I mean, the show oh, yeah. was just phenomenal. phenomenal. We Chilled. It, it stepped up a notch from the last time we did it. And just overall, it was just such an uh, amazing show. And we've talked about it several times. 
and uh, you know, even just being in the ensemble for that the show. The ensemble, you were um, a lead. You were a lead. Because you were in everything. Every single. Uh, and of course, yeah. because you know it's Dylan, I'm able to give him these one little thing to do here, one little thing to do there. And being well, a seasoned yeah. actor, I could just throw stuff. I'd be like, oh, now you're doing this. Oh, now I need you here. Oh, now I need you to do that. Now I need you to do that. That guy who originally... I came in just as an ensemble, just ensemble member. Yeah. And then I guess... Yes, one, we had cast a guy as um, Mark Mark Panos, That's what and, it was. Uh, he was going to do the show. He got into a car accident. Yeah. And then... Said he couldn't do the show, so we were like, "Oh, wow. you know, it's unfortunate." But for you know, as a director, first thing I'm thinking of is, "Hope you're okay. Who am I getting to fill in for you?" And I was like, "Well, we got Dylan, so I'm just gonna put Dylan in that." I remember you're like, "Dylan, I need to talk to you." And I was like, <laughs> He's like, "Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, nobody needs that." Chair. <laughs> no, but I knew, I, I know. He's like, "You need to sit yeah. in your chair. Sit in your chair. We gotta talk." <laughs> I think I probably was a little intimidated with Lane Miz because I knew he said that like he got into a car accident. Unfortunately, he won't be with the rest of this production. Um, you go, you're like, take five, I need a, uh, Dylan, I need to speak to you. And I was like, shit, shit, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> I was like, I am like, I was like, he's going to give me the role or something. And obviously I was excited and, right, and right, I right. took it and stuff, but Lane is a big shoes to fill. It is. And in knowing that there were so many, um, people back from the original cast who were already a tight knit group, yeah. all know oh. each other, you know, you're coming in, you're meeting some new people and stuff like that. And it's all um, music. There's not it's all lines. There's so nothing. it's even harder to know Absolutely. your entrances. Absolutely. And it's hard music too. Yeah, but we we kicked that shit on that show. It was yeah. amazing. It was so much fun. Uh, we did it for two weekends, which was crazy. Uh, it we had, did do two it, weekends. It was, it's, and that was the first show we've done in a very long time. That was a two weekend show. I think the last show that was two weekends was either Peter Pan or Cinderella. It, you know what I did? Yeah, that you did. Yeah, because we we don't do two weekends that often anymore. No. Oh, we'll be doing it for Mary Poppins, but then it'll probably go back to one weekend after yeah. that. Um, great reviews for Lame Is also. Oh my God! Yeah, we had um, Channing Gray come out, gave us yeah. a great write up in the in the journal. Um, you know, Tony Anacone reviews us all the time. Uh, it's always nice words from him, and um, just word of mouth. Just, you would run into people. People were still talking yeah. about it weeks after. Oh, it was constantly, done. constantly. Oh yeah, you would run into me and they'd be like, Oh my God, that was so amazing. Um, and again, it's just the caliber. The encore just keeps going up and up and up, and you just put on amazing show after yeah. amazing show. And it's just so hard to. Um, to, to differentiate and you need that like uh, on that stage I would say if you're going to perform at that space you need to have that talent oh, you, you got need to have fill that space absolutely absolutely but not only with the talent but the sets the costumes yeah everything. you need it's to have it because if you don't it's kind of just a, a stage with so that wraps up what are you doing now what do you got coming up anything uh, in yeah. your foreseeable future so like I said I'm going to be doing God's well, again did the back surgery ever happen Oh, yeah, so <laughs> 2013 You're was Shrek, fixed. I do it, and I remember you guys, you guys were so, even back in Spring Awakening, you guys were like, are, are you okay? Yeah, because we, like, we knew he was having yeah. issues. And it's a rock, Spring Awakening was like a rock, like pop rock and like heavy dancing and like really like big, right, yeah. crazy movement. You guys are jumping up in the air. Yeah, yeah it wasn't your typical floor. Broadway no, show no, no, tune. No, yeah. Um, and so... I, probably like three weeks after I graduated high school in 2012, that's when I screwed my back up, and then there were Spring Awakening auditions, and... I thought it was just a bad pulled muscle. I did cortisone shots, physical therapy, everything. And then I needed surgery in 2013. But I got that UMass <laughs> that <laughs> didn't work at all. Um, and I was actually in more pain because the pain that I was in on top of recovering from right. just open wounds and just yeah, surgery. Yeah. Um, that was like a month and a half of just recovery. So then um, I, I did Shrek and I still need another surgery. So January I went to the Baptist and Finally, they fixed it. Yeah, Good. basically they took half my bone out and Ooh, we figured some of the yeah the nerve yeah oh Ouch. when i woke up they're like all right gotta get up 
and like I had to like walk in like yeah. Yeah, it was awful. Um, no no catheter though. So, nice. Yeah. That was, my, that was my one That's thing. That's a plus. I was like, no catheter. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, so. So what do you have coming up for you now? So Godfell's going to be happening um, beginning, I believe, be- beginning of January, rehearsals for that. Um, I've just been working on my own music. Again, my album, Lots of Labyrinths, on iTunes, on Amazon, Xbox, Xbox Live, Google Play, basically any online um, store. World. Yeah, digital store. You can download music. It's called Lost in Labyrinth. Um, you can find it under my stage name, Shaded Glitch. I'm going to be working on uh, a new EP. Um, not too much information about that yet. I just started recording. It's going to be a, a five a EP, and it's just going to be uh, downloaded on iTunes. Um, but I've just been doing more shows and stuff. Are you doing live shows? Yeah, I, I opened for like Neon Hitch, who's a big uh, pop star in 2012. Dev, I'm trying to trying right now in the talks of opening for Aaron Carter. Oh. Um, in September, so it's just in talks right now, so I'm trying to figure that out. Um, but you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and um, like I said, you can download my music at Shaded Glitch on iTunes. Nice. Well, I think that's going to be it for today. I yeah. want to thank you for coming out and chatting with us. Thank and, you for having and me. And sharing some of your Finding my way here. crazy stories. I'm sorry <laughs> you had a little hard Stupid time getting East here. Street. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's going to be it for uh, this week of um, Behind the Act Curtain. I'm Fred Fortier. John Roberts. Dylan Tignacci. And uh, we'll see you behind the act curtain. Have a good one. You've been listening to Behind the Act Curtain. You can follow us on Facebook at Behind the Act Curtain or on our website at BehindTheActCurtain.com. Original music by Shaded Glitch. You can download his debut album, Lost in a Labyrinth, on iTunes and follow him on all social media. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, send us an email at BehindTheActCurtain at gmail.com.